When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I, I just I have not really cared for Zakai Ziegler as a basketball player since his time at Tennessee, but I'm beginning to change my mind just a little bit. What did you think of his play and Tennessee over the weekend? I thought Zakai was exactly what you need him to be, which was got a lot of his buckets in transition, had four steals in the game. And again, there's, there's, Three ways you need to be able to score, Dave, in transition, or four ways, in transition, on the ISO to the basket, underneath with a big or a three-point shot, and the mid-range needs to die. And Sakai was on transition and shooting threes, well, both times. He went four of eight from three, had eight assists, four steals. I thought it was incredible in the way he played. I think what helped Sakai, and I think this is a big thing, is something we talked about. I think the emergence of Adu, and by the way, Adu had a bad game. He had four points and four turnovers and was only two of four. However, because of what Adu had been doing the past three games, I think you saw NC State have to respect the inside a lot more. And that opened things up for Zakai, which is why he was able to go four of eight from three. And that's how he got 20 points. It also opened things up for Josiah Jordan James, who went five of seven for three. So the fact is, if you got Zakai Ziegler, Josiah James, Santiago Viscovi, Jordan Ganey, Jemai Meshack with one or two or three with 11 points, one or two of them is bound to be hitting on any given night from three. As long as Jonas Adu and Toby Walker are drawing people away from the basket, which Adu is doing. This night, it was Zakai. Add in what he does in transition and his defense and... You have to love the way he played. I still thought he took too many low percentage shots. I mean, he was seven to seventeen from the field, so there were some issues there, and he and so there were some. Zakai's not fully back yet. I think he still takes too many risky shots, but I think the story of the night was somebody was bound to hit with so many open looks, and on this night it was Zakai and James. So have I been too hard on Zakai? Will you at least I give think- me this? The wild. Being uh, five steps behind the three-point line shots where his legs are shooting out, which means bad form and all that stuff. Will you at least give me that? There's been a lot of bad shot selection choices. Yeah, and there still is. But I also think you were expecting too much from Zakai. I think in Tennessee's inside-out game, I don't think Zakai has to be the anchor of the offense. I mean, again, he Saturday's an anomaly. That's not going to happen every game, okay, with Zakai. That, you're not going to see that regularly. So don't expect to see it regularly. What you ex- should expect to see is somebody like Zakai, and it was Josiah Jordan-James also on Saturday, to be the headliner on any given night. Tennessee's got about five guys that can be the headliner on any given night in the backcourt right now. And that's the story. And I talk because everybody talked about People came for me when I said defense doesn't win championships in March, and people came for me because of the Virginia team. That Virginia team in 2019 was great defensively, but you know, remember, Dave, every night there was a different score that stole the headlines for going off, scoring, and shooting the ball? Yeah. Here's the way I'm going to judge Zakai Ziegler going forward. 
it's I'm going to put it at two and a half. If he takes three or more crazy long shots where his legs are flipping out and he looks like he's off balance, then I'm going to say bad game. I don't care if he scores 35 points and has 15 assists and 12 rebounds. I'm going to say stop doing that because not just now, but the evolution based off history of Rick Barnes's offense will be what? It's going to slow down a little bit. It's going to be a little bit more stilted and possessions matter. So if he's shooting three crazy shots, that could be six points. And that may be the difference in a tournament game. And, and let's face it, we're all talking about tournament basketball and how they can be uh, uh, futuristic. Uh, so I, I just in the future, but I just don't see uh I don't see him ever being a huge impact player. I think he's a good player. I think that maybe I did have my expectations too high. And I can tell you that, <coughs> pardon me as I'm fighting a little bit of the cold. I can tell you that I think he's kind of popular because he's short and he's got ZZ as his initials. I mean, I, I really believe that. Don't sleep on him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't sleep on him. I mean, it's ZZ. Isn't that part of his popularity? He's people like people like short little players, and especially when they excel. I'm the opposite. Well, he's overcoming. I'll take it. I'll take it's the guy Ziegler's six foot six. He's a different player. Well, he's it's it's not just being short. He's overcoming so much because he's overcoming being short, and he's got a personal background that's just that he's over. You know, we don't need to get into it now, but all of his possessions got burned down in a fire. And the saddest part was he came out. He said, I didn't really lose much because I didn't have any possessions to begin with. Like this guy Ziegler, Ziegler came from a really rough background. There are part, I know New York city is very gentrified now, but Dave, you know, this, there are parts of Brooklyn that are still a little rough. Even now uh, with the parts bordering the East river, they're all nice, but there's still parts of Brooklyn that are not as well off. Same with Queens. And I believe Zakai is from Brooklyn and look, he comes from a, so he's overcome more than just being short, put it that way. And he's overcome his injury. So I think people want to root for him. I think that, yeah, I think too much is being expected of Zakai at this moment. It's about who can make the run and march. And you're right. Things are going to slow down a little bit. And it's funny you say what you said. I would even go further. If he takes the ridiculous shots and it hits him, I still wouldn't credit it because Dave, what it, Shannon Sharp said something last week, and I think it applies to football more than basketball, but it's something you applied to Joe Milton a lot, which is you should never accept anything in a win that you wouldn't accept in a loss, right? Is that your philosophy? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, it's like in, in life, like um, you have kids. Uh, if a kid like does, if one of your kids does something that could have gotten them seriously hurt, whether or not they got hurt is irrelevant. They still shouldn't have done the thing that could have gotten them hurt, right? No, that yeah, th that's true. Uh, I, I just think everybody got on, on board Zakai Ziegler at a time when Tennessee football was down. You wanted something to cheer for. The basketball team was pretty good, but uh, it's just, uh, I don't know. It, it, would it affect Tennessee in the tournament if Zakai Ziegler suddenly wasn't a part of the team? No, I think Tennessee would would have the same amount of success in the postseason with or without him. Well, and Santi Vescovi will be healthy by then too, which guys, Santi Vescovi is still not healthy and is dealing with, and is still getting back into getting his legs back from a personal issue. Overall, the game on Saturday, again, it's, um, 
it really speaks to Tennessee's depth. By the way, Toby Awaka, 12 boards off the bench. Tennessee out-rebounded NC State 40-31. to 31. Uh, NC State, funny enough, has a former Rick Barnes commit, DJ Burns, who was there. So I think this was a good win. I don't think we know how good NC State is. They came in with like a strength of schedule, like number 300 or something like that. So when you're – college sports, college basketball more so than college football, you're not what your record says in college basketball. I'll just say that. And that, that phrase, you are what your record says you are, that should be that does not apply to college sports in general. It definitely doesn't apply to college basketball. And yep. so, yeah, I think that, but, you know, winning this game in Texas was a bit of a weird scenario, but I, I you know, I think it was still, I think um, I got to give Zakai some credit for it, but I, I think he still took a couple of risky shots. Okay, so your thoughts on this team as when is their when is their next game again? Because we're headed into the Christmas break. They have one like weird one this Thursday, I believe. It's um against uh, Tarleton State. Never heard of them in my life. Okay, have so you basically they've got a uh, a shoot around. Yes, Tarleton uh, gonna, State Texans. So they're going to beat Tarleton State, and then they won't play again until they play Norfolk State uh, on the second. Uh, then they get into SEC play. So this, this basketball team, how do, how do you feel about them? Or I'm going to go incomplete. I mean, I, there's been so many injuries. Uh, there, And then Zakai's grandmother passed away, so he had to go back to Europe. And there's been so much movement. And we talked to Ron Slay, who we'll do on Thursday. And <clears throat> pardon me. The And I'm fighting the cold, by the way. I see what y'all are posting on the message board. That's not true. But the uh, uh, I haven't seen anything that makes me think they'll win a national championship or even make the tournament. I mean, it's a big incomplete. I just don't know what this team is right now. I've seen enough to think that because of Jonas Adu to believe they can win the national championship now. And the reason I Whoa. say that is, it, yeah, no, I said it. And by the way, how has anybody been harder on Tennessee basketball than me, Dave? No, I'm I'm actually very stunned you said that. I said that because what did I say? Three-point shooting is what wins in March. Steph Curry's all over the court is what wins in March. If you don't have Steph Curry, Tennessee has a bunch of players who can shoot but aren't automatic, which there's a difference, right? There, there are automatic, there's good, and then there's a waste of space. And Tennessee has good from outside. When you're good from outside, though, a lot of it's dependent on how the defense is playing, and that depended on it. You talk about the wide receiver in football who dictates coverage in basketball. You need a big man who dictates coverage and dictates your defense. And Jonas Adu, by being the inside machine he was the two games before Saturday, has totally reset the clock and how teams can play Tennessee. They can't play them anymore. How Calipari played them last year. Remember, Tennessee got to number two, played an unranked Kentucky team at home, and Calipari said. We're going to leave the, we're going to specifically guard the perimeter and leave under the basket wide open because Uras Plavchik can't beat us. That's basically what he said. And guess what? Uras Plavchik couldn't beat him. And so that's. Tony takes that's, a that's shot at us on the message board. I see you don't know basketball either. ZZ is a really good player. ZZ, we're not, the, or Tony, we're not that far apart. I think Ziegler's a good player. I don't think he's a really good player. Yeah. It's it's a he's a good player. You don't, but that's all you kind of really need. You're great. You're, you're you're the players you rely on. The anchors of your team are Josiah James, Santiago Viscovi, Dalton Connect, and Jonas Adu. 
Zakai so is kind of like an added a, bonus. So that means that he's at best the fifth most important player, and we could probably argue a couple guys off the bench, right? Yeah, with Jordan Ganey and Jemai Meshack and the defense Meshack provides. Yeah, but again, Tennessee is, is a team that probably needs to go eight deep with eight really good players. I mean, we're talking, you know, you, you talk NBA, those bad boy Pistons teams. If you were the eighth player on that team, you were still good, right? Because those bad boy Pistons teams went eight to ten deep, didn't they? When they beat yes. the Bulls twice. And I think that's this Tennessee team. There's not much of a gap between one and eight or nine. The key was just whether or not Jonas Adu and Toby Awaka could command a presence under the basket. Adu can stretch the court now, so he's even more of a threat because you can actually open up with a dribble drive. By the way, that's going to help Zakai the most. Adu, again, unlike Uros. I mean, am I, do I pile on Uros Bocic too much? Do I think he held Tennessee back too much? Am I too mean, Dave? No, <laughs> I, I, I got sad watching him play last year. Yeah, it was it was it was a little embarrassing. I was very unsure of where to t- what to do with the ball. Yeah, and it was a problem with Falk, John Fulkerson too, who I thought play I, I respected him, but they didn't they couldn't pull players away from the basket. You need to be two things as a big man. You need to be an elite force down low and you need to draw them out. Adu can draw them out now. That's really gonna help Zakai in the future because now Zakai can do what he does best because Dave. I will ask you this, one-on-one ISO, would you take anybody over Zakai in the SEC, even from Kentucky? Oh, wow. Like, two dudes just – you don't mean two dudes just playing one-on-one. You mean if they ISO'd it and other if – they, If they cleared the court and ISO'd it, and Zaka, somebody's on Zakai, and you know he's about to drive for the basket, how much money are you putting on him to make the shot every time? Oh, man. To score. Yeah. Or go to the. Uh, I feel like I'm missing somebody, uh, but I don't know that there's a guy that I would say locked down. He's going to win a first game to eleven. Uh, you know, keep it if you uh, make it, keep it. I I don't know that. I don't know. I, is there a guy out there for you? I mean, I guess. I mean, that's but that's not yeah. the game. But like, well, it is when again when you can if you have three point shooters and your big can clear the basket, which Jonas Adu can do, it does become part of the game. Now, one on one, the issue with Sakai would be defense. But again, Sakai is not a great one on one defender, but that's okay because Tennessee's interior defense is so good. All you have to do really is guard the passing lanes. Again, this is why I call AI overrated. The thing that helped AI the most, Dave. Tell me if I'm right on this. You watched him more than I did. The year they got to the finals, AI was able to play the passing lanes really easily because the Kimmy Mutombo was underneath the basket. Wasn't he? So it's a lot easier to gamble on on the passing lanes when Dikembe Mutombo was down there, and he's going to help you out every time. And he right. never had he had no business winning that MVP. That should have been Shaq who won the MVP that year. 